It's the Hoop Supply Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. What I do, baby? Welcome back to another episode of the Hoops Fly Podcast. We're back. We took a little break, but we're here after Clippers Nuggets Game Seven, and the Nuggets just did the absolute unthinkable. Boys, what do you, what do you think about this series? Pretty rad. Pretty rad, you think? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see it happening, but uh, well, yeah. we 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 know what our resident Lakers fan Nick Wentz thinks, but the uh. Nuggets. The Nuggets just became the first team in NBA history to overcome a 3-1 deficit twice in the same playoff run. Back-to-back. That's what's insane. They couldn't even space it out and give themselves some breathing room. No, they went back-to-back 3-1 comebacks. They don't They don't quit, man. They don't. They, it's almost like they want their back against the wall. And that's when they well, you know, Jamal Murray basketball. said before this game, he said, we're at our best when we have nowhere to go. And they say that you should never approach a wounded animal back into a corner. That's true. (laughs) The nuggets are the wounded animal in this scenario. (laughs) Man, that's just. I don't even. I'm I'm gonna pull. I don't have the. I'm gonna pull up the box score real fast because Jokic and Murray tonight were just. Even I mean, not even just tonight. These last three games, they were just surgical with every single move that they made tonight. Jokic had 16, 22, and 13. Murray had 40 on 15 of 26 from the field. I mean, I don't, it's gonna it's hard for anybody to beat that. If if Murray's gonna go for 40 in a game seven, it's hard for anybody to beat that. Here's the crazy part: they won this game by 15 points with 20 turnovers committed. Oh, what? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, the Clip, the Murray and Jokic both had five apiece. Then you throw in Grant with three. The rest just like a couple, like four, five ones and a two. They yeah. they lost a turnover battle twenty to ten, and they still won by fifteen. Yeah, it didn't matter. Shot the same amount of free throws, made more threes. And they were just the better team. Well, they were they were the better team for the last three games. Yeah, I don't even I don't I don't I don't know I even know what happened to the Clippers. Like I know like I've seen a lot of people say this like, oh everyone said wait for the playoffs and the Clippers will show up. This, but this is how they've played all year. No, this is not how they, they played. They were not this bad all year. These last three games were a meltdown. That's now, the only now way listen, you can put I, it. I will say this. Games five and six were similar to how they played the regular season, but game seven, they looked like oh. a lottery team. Yeah, they really did. They oh. had no business being on that court. Five and six, the first three three quarters were how they played all year. Yeah. The fourth quarter was a meltdown like nothing we've ever seen. I mean, what they blew, they blew a 15-point lead at halftime game five. Well, at they, game they, six, they, they were up 19 at one point early in the third. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. That's just, I mean, I don't want, okay, I know that you're a Kawhi and a PG guy, and they, you picked the Clippers. That's just embarrassing, and there's no other way to phrase it. Looking at how they played, I can't believe I ever defended these bums. 
I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Like, I, 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 like, in the moment, I 100% expected in this environment for Paul George to have a good playoff run. And here we are in in game seven, 10 points, four of 16. Patrick Beverly outscored him. He had 11 points on four of seven. Michael Green outscored him. Yeah. And like we've been waiting, we've been waiting for a classic six man of the year Montrez Harrell performance all playoffs, and he finally gave him one this game 20 points on seven to 10. Yeah, they didn't play. But Paul George, Kawhi had 14 on six of 22. Those guys were nowhere to be found. I mean, they had 24 points on a combined 10 of 40. Let's, let's talk about Jokic. What, where did, what does this do for Jokic's status in the league? Uh, so we. We were talking about this in Talking Hoops. You weren't in there at the time, but I think we all kind of agreed that this cements him in that tier with AD and James Harden. And yeah, depending on how he plays in the Western Conference, I think he could probably, if he beats the Lakers, he, he's, he's probably, he's top five. Oh, dude, yeah. If, if he pulls that I mean, off. He jumps Giannis, dude, he jumps two, AD and Harden. Two, three, one comebacks, and then he takes down LeBron? Dude, he might be high. I'm not kidding. He might be higher than top. I'm just saying, I remember a while back we did like, I forgot what page it was. We did a collab and I said the Nuggets were going to win the ring. And I mean, now it doesn't look like that terrible of a take as it did before. Here's what's crazy. Michael Porter Jr. didn't do anything offensively. Jokic didn't even have a good, like a scoring game. I mean, he had 13 assists, but he shot five of 13. Well, Jokic is a guy who like, I feel like he gets off on his passing. He'd rather have 20 assists than 50 points. Yeah, right. I see that. Which is really cool from a center. And that's what he did. Like, I felt, I felt like in this game, because of what happened in games five and six, the Clippers were keying in on Jokic and trying not to let him kill them. And that's why, you, that's why Murray went for 40 tonight. I mean, why the hell did Doc Rivers ever decide to double-team him? That he's seven foot and the second best passer in the NBA. He's Whoa. gonna burn you. That, that's what I mean. I feel like they were they were trying to keep him from killing him, and in turn, he found other guys who killed him all night. He's just too smart. I mean, dude, it's ridiculous, I, look, honestly. Look, I I just, I just tweeted this a little bit ago, and I know I know Nick that in the first two rounds, people have like tried to upplay the Lakers opponents and be like, oh the. The Blazers are the best AC in history. Oh, they won't be able to contain Harden and Russ. And I even said that. But I mean it 100% this time. This Nuggets team, they do not quit. They're, no, they're going right. to keep coming at you every possession of the game. Like It seems like every team at some point has a cold stretch in a game. And I swear, these last three games, the Nuggets were just on their game from the tip to the buzzer. I mean, even in the fourth quarter, they had a stretch where they only scored seven points in like six minutes. But then they held the Clippers to two points. They won a game off of their defense. Yeah, I was about to say that's if another thing. If you said this about the Nuggets two years ago, they'd call you an idiot. That's the thing. Yeah. Their, their defense just turned up. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I've never expected this. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. It's crazy. And here, here's the thing that. Because I texted you guys, I was watching game. I said there are some signs that I'm not going to say that we will lose. I think that we could. I think it's 100% a possibility. Because there are some things in this game that I saw that gives me like pause. I was like, oh, well, damn, they keep doing that. They could really, you know, hurt us in the conference finals. 
But you have to play the full 48 hard. And we saw in the last two games against the Rockets, they blew 20-point lead. I mean, they still won the games by double digits. They blew 20-point leads to the Rockets. Oh, man. You can't do that against this team. You have to pile on. That's crazy to say. I know. Like, like two episodes ago, we were talking about how the Rockets were legit contenders, and now I don't even think it's a question that the Nuggets are better than the Rockets. Oh, yeah, <laughs> A definitely. week ago. Dude, this Nuggets team would have swept the Rockets. I don't know how you guys feel about that. but I don't know about sleep. I, I can see five. Dude, I feel like they would have beat them. They just don't quit. Like, okay, if if the Clippers had played the Rockets, the Clippers would have won in five, five or six because to pull off what the Nuggets just pulled off takes heart and and it takes determination and resilience, and the Rockets didn't have that. Nick, you said Yeah, that's true. Oh, no. Did I what? I think you. Uh, I think you cut out for a second there. Oh yeah, I I was just saying that we were like five days ago. We were texting each other. We it was either you or Josie. I can't remember said that any team left in the bubble could win the chip except for the Nuggets. That's crazy. Yeah, it was I crazy. mean, just the, the turnaround is insane. And then one of the things that I was always taught: karma is a bitch. Basketball gods are always watching. What do, you, what do you mean by that? You've got Paul George and Pat Bev talking shit to Dame and the Blazers like they'd already repeated twice. They're going Dude. for a three-peat. Saying, you're going home this year, all this shit. They're going home in the second round. Dude, they, every, they just every, went around later. Every player on every team on the court talks trash. No, no, no. But here, here's the Clippers were just it's magnified more, because they tried to make them the villain. That's, that's exactly it's, it's, what It's happened. organizational, too. Well, you're also because... a Lakers fan, so you just hate them. Oh, no, I agree with <laughs> that. You're, you're going to but... point out every single thing they say, every single no, thing but, they but do. You've done it all you, year. You bring Blake Griffin in for a jersey retirement to get him to sign an extension with you guys. You trade him two months later, which is the right move. I'm not saying it's not, but you do that. Wait, you're you going, have... like, way back. I know. I... What, what does this have to do with the game in 2020? The basketball gods are always watching. I think you're reaching there. A little bit. Nope. I mean, it's Maybe. just a, it's, it's just they weren't the, they weren't the best team on the court tonight or the last three games. I think the funniest thing to come from tonight is Magic Johnson just dropping an absolute bombshell on the Clippers. Oh, that's what he quit his job for. Oh so yeah, so this he is could what tweet he quit. Stuff like that. If he hadn't quit his job, maybe <laughs> we're in the Clippers position, or maybe we're not even in the playoffs. So thanks, Magic. You made us a better team, and you're providing entertainment. Thanks, Magic. You rose in a goat conversation. Finally got the Lakers out of poverty. Oh, world. Yeah, the Clippers are going out sad. Like I said, I can't believe I ever defended those dudes. It's sad to see. This last three games, this last three games were not the Clippers team we saw all year. I'm curious no. to see what a Clippers even do after this. What I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but how the hell do you bring Doc Rivers back? He oh. has accounted for three of the last seven blown three-one leads in the last twenty years. I don't know, man. I I feel like that's another coach. There's a lot of coaching jobs open, and there's a lot of coaches on the market, and that could be another one that becomes open. I mean, but 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 who do you replace him with? That's better. Well, you could promote Ty Lue from his own staff, but that's not. I mean, what the hell? 
I think there's plenty of guys out there. There's there's I, like there's like like we we don't know all the assistant coaches out there that are on benches that like that that's how like like a guy like Nick Nurse came to be like there's yeah. there's coaches out there that can just pop up out of nowhere. So I mean we we don't know what can happen with that. But Here, if, I, if, I, if I had part. a bet I, if I had a bet I would say Doc isn't going anywhere even though he probably should. He probably should, yeah. and I definitely, if I were the owner, I would 100% do it, but you can't. Yeah, the Clippers are going to drop Doc, and they're going to hire Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> but here's funny. the scary part. They traded their entire future for two guys whose contract ends next year. Yeah, be There's no guarantee they stay. They've bounced yeah. around from team to team. That's well, Clippers for you. Well, I don't think it matters yeah. what they do for the rest of Kawhi's contract. At the end of it, he's gone. I don't know where he's going to go, but I think this was this was this was like their chance. Like even if they would have gotten to the Western Conference Finals and lost to the Lakers, whatever. Like that that's whatever. Because at that least series, they made it. At that, least yeah, they that, gave themselves a chance. That series could have gone either way. Those teams were evenly matched. But bowing out like this, I don't know. Kawhi's not Kawhi's not built like the rest of these dudes. No, because I unless, I said that during during uh last round, where you've got all these guys clowning the Mavericks, and then you've got Kawhi just wanting to play basketball. That's not his personality. This well, is that's not his culture. He just wants I, to go and hoop. One thing I noticed about just watching this game tonight, and even like the last three games, I know I know we were like harking on it, but the run last year, it seemed like. Whenever they needed a bucket, it was like scrap the game plan, put the ball in Kawhi's hands, and these last three games, it's like Kawhi's just running yeah. through the offense. They're just running the system, and I don't know if that's that's what I know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's Doc especially. doing that. I don't know if it's Doc doing that, and Kawhi just listening to his coach or like, or what it is. But it seemed like like we got we got other guys taking shots down the stretch, and the ball should be in Kawhi's hands. I don't I, mean, I don't uh, I don't care if he's four for twenty like or whatever. That's your best player. You put it in his hands. I, there's no chance in hell I'm passing it to Paul George in the damn corner so he can shoot it off the top of the backboard. Well, that was, to be fair, that, was, that, was, that was when the game was already over. I know, but the point still... like I, I don't understand why he didn't go and dominate the ball. Because you saw the last game seven he played in against Philly. He took 39 shots. Yeah. Where, the, where was that? Well, that's what I'm saying. They didn't, and, and no, last I agree year they just scrapped the game plan. It doesn't make plan. any sense. I don't know, man. I don't know. They're going out sad. Jamal Murray had 40. Kawhi and PG had 24 combined. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad to see Jamal finally, like, truly emerge as what, like, Dude. the Nuggets really needed him to be. I'm, I have a crazy take about Jamal Murray that I'm about to just throw out because we're on the pod and we throw out crazy takes on here all the time. Yeah, that's yeah what I we do. do. Join the club. Let's go. Jamal, Jamal Murray, you know who he reminds me of? Who? Steph Curry. The way that he pops off screens and the Actually, way that he moves off that. the ball. Yeah. And his handle, the way that he handles the ball, like coming off the screen or like just in traffic, it's very Steph Curry-esque. I'm not saying he's going to beat Curry, but the way that he plays and the way that he's performing right now reminds me so much of Steph. I really hope he's like this next season. I'm really hoping like he becomes like a constant all star. What what's crazy is we talk about guys like like all year it's been Trey Young, John Morant, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Darren Fox. Like these are the point guards of the future. And it's like Jamal Murray's kind of like on the outside looking into that conversation, but look what he's doing. Well now. He could, well here's the reason because he he's did, at he the top. Well. Right. 
he played well last playoffs, but he came back this regular season and he, I don't want to say he shrank, but he didn't live He's up just, to his expectations. You yeah, know? he was just yeah. kind of how he was. He wasn't he bad, but he wasn't bright enough to really like be that guy that he is now. He's oh, the man. Contract now. Listen to this stat. Doc Rivers has eight Game 7 losses, the most all-time among coaches. No one else has more than five. He might have. Because, oh. I mean, like, like looking at the next year, you still have Kawhi Leonard on your roster. You got to do whatever you can to take advantage of that for the rest of his contract. So if a coaching change needs to happen, if you need to trade Paul George, if you need to let Trez walk, if you need to let Morris walk, whatever you think you need to do, you got to do it. I don't think they bring Trez back. I mean, well, maybe they do. Maybe his his value hurts so bad they feel comfortable bringing him back. But you just saw this this postseason he got exposed. He can't defend anybody worth a damn. He got you put you pack the paint. He can't do anything. I feel like I'm not I'm not like making excuses for him because he obviously didn't play well. But like the being off for as long as he was and then like dealing with all that he dealt with, I think it definitely affected his play a little bit. He's an emotional player, so I can see it. Right. And I don't want to I don't want to sound heartless, but he's a professional. He has to go do his job. And I know that's easier said than done. I mean, I'm not in that position. All right, Skip. No, I mean, it's I'm different. Just he, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, he went and got help. I'm not saying, oh, you know what? You can't go get yeah. mental help. No, he did it. Yeah, but sure. at the end, you still have to show up. He did tonight. He was one of no, the only he did Clippers tonight. who did. He was the only player who did. Yeah. <laughs> but, and man. It was just too little too late. Did I not tell you before the postseason started that when Lou Will plays, the other team has their best chance of winning if he's not on? A traffic cone plays better defense than him. That was evident the last three games. I mean, the guy shot like 8% from three for a series. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, what What happened? That's the that's, 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 was one that's, for four again. That's the dude who pushed the Warriors to six last year. Yeah. yeah. Like, listen to these three-point shots. Kawhi, two for seven. Paul George, two for 11. Pat Bev, one for two. You'll take that from him. Uh, <laughs> Marcus Morris, one for six. Lou Will, one for four. Jamichael Green, one for three. Shamit, one for one. Well, he only right played six minutes because he got hurt. They were nine for 35. I don't want to make it all about the Lakers, but I, I always find, I, I think it, I don't want to say funny, but it's ironic that people had all these questions about the Lakers, like, oh, who's going to guard X and Y? Uh, they can't shoot worth a damn. And then you come out they guard Dame and CJ and Harden and Russ pretty well. In the conference semis, they shot 38% from three, the best of any of the eight teams left in the bubble. They answered their questions, and the Clippers had... Those those questions for the Lakers became the Clippers' issue. Well, this this discussion isn't about the Lakers. Let's, let's just give the credit to the Nuggets and yeah, what absolutely. they did. They accomplished history. I mean, I, I, I'm like speechless. I'm honestly speechless. I don't even know what to say. I've been, I've been like struggling to find the words to say this entire time. But I think I think we went pretty long on that series. You guys, let's let's go ahead and move over to the other game today. The Eastern yeah, Conference. Fun. The Eastern Conference Finals started today. That's gonna be a series. The Heat and the Celtics. The Heat take Game One in overtime, one seventeen to one fourteen. Jimmy Butler made the game the go ahead bucket, and then Bam Adebayo put it away with. Just a 
a ridiculous block on Jason Tatum at the end of the game. Man, I saw I saw beautiful. I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, why didn't Tatum try to lay it up? Why did he try to dunk?" Dude, Bam would have sent a layup <laughs> into the third row. He would have sent that ball right off of his forehead. I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. That was that was a great play. Have you seen that picture of his wrist where it's like bent back? Oh my dude, the strength he has to have to pull that off. You're right. Oh. In the in the post game interview, he said that was the number one play he's ever made in basketball at any level. Oh, easily. Eastern Conference Finals overtime. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is, Bam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, Bam. I'm sure it is. Pretty cold take, Bam. Brandon so, Ingram won most improved, but he has the best block of the season. I mean, in this game, for for me, it was like, okay, so we saw the Heat, and they did what they've done all, all along. They relied on their defense late, and their depth showed up. Mm-hmm. For the Celtics, Tatum did his thing. Kemba was kind of rough all game, as he's been for the past few games. Yeah, he's been bad lately. They're going to they're gonna need something from him. He can't be getting outplayed by Goran Dragic every game if they want to win. I mean, listen to the stat line. 19 right. points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, 6 of 19 from the field, 1 of 9 from 3, four tur- or 3 turnovers, 4 fouls, and I think it was like 10 or 12 of his points all came in the 4th quarter or overtime, so he showed up late. But you need that over the entire game. Well, my thing is, if he... Even in the Raptors series, if he plays up to his normal standards, they don't even go to seven. They close that out early. If he plays up to his normal standards tonight, they win this game pretty easily. And it's amazing. What if he, I I tweeted this earlier. What if he was held to the same standards as Kyrie Irving? Oh, he'd be getting destroyed right now. He would be, yeah, he'd be getting railed tonight. And for the past week, he'd be getting railed. I mean, it would be vicious. Devin, I don't know do how, else, you, how else to describe it. What do you think about this series, Dev? Oh, man. It's going to be tight. Like, I mean, I don't know, because I, I did honestly believe the Raptors are going to advance. I mean, not to say Celtics couldn't, but uh, it, it's going to be a strong defensive series, definitely. I mean, you got two some of the greatest defenses right here. And, uh, yeah, I would say the X Factor could be Kemba and uh, whenever a Hayward returns too could be interesting but i don't know if that's going to be a good or bad thing i mean it could disrupt like the chemistry of the team that's true we'll have to see how they integrate hayward back in and, and how up to speed he is I, w- I would say he's going to come back at like close to himself i don't know i just have that feeling about what it. game do you think he'll come back by well uh, they said early in the eastern conference but he's also leaving for the birth of a child oh wait i thought that already happened that no i don't think yet? it did did it Oh, I could be wrong. He could play like one game and then dip. <laughs> yeah, and then he misses another two. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't, I forgot about that. That's t- I mean I I still think I mean the Celtics can win the series without him, but having him is like a is like I'm not gonna say it's a sure thing, but it definitely helps their chances. Yeah, it'll yeah. Be see, I'm, huge. I I just googled it and there's nothing. It just says right here, August 20th from ESPN, Celtics Hayward may overlap recovery from ankle sprain with leaving for birth or childbirth. Wow. But nothing saying that he did or didn't. So I'm surprised he even came back. And I mean, he came back to rehab with the team, do some on-court work. So I'm guessing whenever he comes back from that childbirth, he's ready to go. Yeah. 
Huh. That, I, makes, I, that, I, make, that makes me wonder if, if that's coming up soon, if he's even going to play at all before that happens. You might not. Because it was know. it was supposed to happen in, in September, right? Yeah, end of September. Same with Marcus Morris. Oh, well, he's in the clear now. We don't even got to worry about him. <laughs> Did you guys see Damon, CJ, Rose, and Pat Bev on the timeline? Oh, absolutely. I haven't, but that's pretty awesome. Oh, dude, it's great. Somebody, somebody added Dame, that. like, hey, Dame, how was that shot by PG? And it was a clip of him shooting it off the top of the backboard. And Dame says, looks like a good one to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good old playoff P. Good old playoff P. They went outside. Didn't even need Joe Ingles. Is there anything else you guys want to add? Uh, there's not there's not I, a lot of basketball going on now. We're down to two series, so there's not really I a lot to really. talk about. I mean, no basketball till Thursday. You guys uh, got any predictions for the, the Denver Lakers series? You let's just give? drop them for both. We haven't because we didn't get to review the Easter Conference before last time. Okay, let's yeah. start with let's start with the East. I already dropped my prediction. I said Celtics and six, and I'm still sticking with it. I I think that you know either team could have won this game tonight, and if Kemba plays even a little bit better, I think the Celtics are going to take this. Man, I don't know. Uh, I'll probably go Celtics in seven, just because I thought it'd be Raptors in five. So uh, Celtics might once again prove me wrong. I I said Heat in six. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Well, I think you're definitely in the best position out of all of us right now for that prediction to come true, considering they won. <laughs> I think I think the thing that has to happen is they have to cut down Kendrick Nunn's minutes. Because I told you before he was unplayable. And he's... He only played 13 minutes tonight. I know, but still, in that time, he was the, he had the worst plus-minus on the team. He was a minus 10. It, he, I saw this on Twitter. He's averaging four points, one rebound, one assist on 38 true shooting percentage. Wow. That is horrible. That is pretty dookie. He That's is a rookie. Like He is a rookie, and he came back from... He had Rona, and then he was injured. But I think that if he isn't back to who he is by now, it's too late to be fooling with it. Especially when you've got Tyler Hero playing so great. <sighs> Tyler Hero is a different beast. And Duncan Robinson was a foul trouble. That's the only reason he only played seven min- 17 minutes. Bro, Tyler Hero is... That dude's a star. He's, He's be a, star. a bad man. He is fearless. He really is. It's insane. First it's year. Not- his numbers don't even like jump off the page a lot of the time, but it's just he's just always he's not scared to take shots in the big moment, and he hits them he hits them so often. His only twos came whenever they were down big in the fourth quarter or overtime, and he pulled them within a possession. He is not afraid. Doesn't care, bro. He's hitting threes on the court and hitting tens off the court. Ah, uh, lucky bastard. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right, so the Western Conference's final, finals is set now. Lakers, Nuggets. You want to go ahead and give our live predictions? Because I don't, I don't even know mine now. I, I, I need to think about this. Yeah, I don't. I said, I said before, uh, no matter who the Lakers play, it would be in six. So I, I still think it does go six. I think that the, the Nuggets will win game one because the Lakers will come in, start off slow. They'll play like a scouting game like they have the last few series. And I feel like they're going to blow a big lead again to the Nuggets and they're going to capitalize, but... Wouldn't it be funny if the Nuggets win game one, the Lakers win three straight, <laughs> and then the Nuggets do it oh, again? Oh, no. <laughs> Honest to God, at that point, I think I would much rather just go 2-2. Two, two. 
That would be crazy. I yeah. mean, if you go three one on this team, I'm like, I'm just gonna assume you're done. You just I, get, pack your bags and go home. I, I don't I don't I honestly don't think I'm ready to give a prediction on this series. I think yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Lakers either way, but I don't I don't know in how many games. I need to sit on it for for at least a day. I think. So Devin, yeah. if you have if you have a prediction, go ahead. Man, I don't know. I mean, I think the Lakers will probably win, but I don't know. I, I thought the Clippers were gonna win. Uh, yeah, I, I'll probably have to sit on it. I do believe though it will go to at least six. All right, so we've this got is a one, team that can't be taken out early. We've got one Lakers and six, and we've got two sit on it, and we're sticking to it. All right, is there anything else you guys want to add? Uh, no, no. no? I guess I guess not. I thought mm-hmm. I had something. Nick, you? No, I I'm just Any reading through some of the jokes? quotes of these players after, and I mean. In typical PG fashion, he's still making excuses. So, what do you say? He said right here, Paul George says that while the Clippers wanted the pressure of the title expectations, they also could just never find the chemistry. He adds, quote, internally, the Clippers never felt it was, quote, championship or bust this season. They feel they got more contending ahead. The thing about the chemistry, isn't that just what everyone said all year? I mean, I, I'm gonna. I'll be honest. I bitched about saying like whenever we lost the Clippers on on uh, uh, on Christmas Day. No, no, no. Whenever we lost Marcus Morris to them at the trade deadline, I said that's okay. Chemistry and uh, team morale is gonna be our sixth and seventh man off the bench for when we meet them in the playoffs. But yeah, well, it's turned out to be a lot more important than I thought. Yeah, it turns out you won't meet them either. Yeah. I don't know what he means by more contending ahead. From how it looks here, the West is just getting harder. I agree. I mean, you've got the Nuggets aren't going to get worse. I mean, the Blazers are going to be healthy for the full season. The Warriors are going to be healthy. You know, the Lakers are going to get better. The Warriors. Well, the Clippers are going to be right there, though. You're saying that like they're you're saying that like they're after all those teams. No, 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 not they're not after at all. They're still the second best team in the West. I think. I think that you know they were the best team this or better team this series. They just disappeared i don't i I don't know how to describe it that's all it was they're still the better they're still the better team and i'll stand by that even if the nuggets beat the lakers i don't even yeah i don't even know what to say i'm literally i swear to god i've literally like struggled just to find the words to say about them this entire podcast but i was wrong they were frauds i didn't know we'll see what happens lakers nuggets wins game one Thursday? No, Thursday. Uh, no, Friday. Friday. Friday at eight, I want to say. Man, I hate this schedule. So Thursday <laughs> we've got we've got game two Heat Celtics and then Nuggets Lakers don't start till Friday. I know. I, it's hate, awful. I hate that. I hate that. I mean, that's how it would normally be, right? Well, yeah, I guess. I think so. Yeah, where it's the it's, it, I mean, it still sucks, but you know, at least they give the Nuggets a couple like a couple days to rest. That's good. At least. Yeah. They got two days. So we'll see. But I think we covered everything here. I, I, I will say this, though, before we go. This top 10 players ranking is going to look a lot different after the postseason. Oh, my gosh. I was I was thinking about that earlier. I was, like, putting together my list. So I had in my notes, I have, like, 1 through 10. I don't have any of them filled out, and I have, like, all the players below it. And I was, I'm, like, waiting to see where I'm going to put everyone. Here, here's where 
here's where I'm going to get tripped up. What if the Lakers lose? Who the hell do you put at number one? You can't put LeBron. You can't put Kawhi. KD's coming off of a pop to kill. Steph hasn't played in a year. Jokic beat AD. Does he go to the default number one? No the way. best player in the league is Nikola yeah. Jokic. I don't, I don't think it flips around that much after one year. I don't know. I mean, we can't we all... be we can't be doing that. We can't be just flipping it based on one playoff run. That's that's what it feels like is happening. Like we can't we can't do that. No, I I agree, but the, the I top feel like guys are still there is some fluidity, you know. Like I I still stand by that if, if AD goes on to win a Finals MVP, he would jump Giannis for me. Where is where so where would he land for you? He would be five. I mean the top four. I, Top four regardless. LeBron's number one, barring they lose to the Nuggets. Then I would probably put KD two, Y three, Steph four. AD as a close five over Giannis at six. Dude, if the Lakers lose, I might just stay out of this. <laughs> I might just not even make a top ten. <laughs> I know. It's going to be hard. I don't even know. It'll man. be awesome. Do you think, do you think right now that, that the... The number one spot is still open. Yeah, it's Siakam. I think it, I think I think right now it's still open and it's LeBron and AD competing for it. But that's just me. You think for the number one player in the world? Right now, currently, okay. So I think the spot's been open all year, and I think so. Obviously, LeBron is the best player on the team, but we see AD play better than him. It seems like every other night. Pretty regularly. Yeah, pretty regularly. So, I, I like I don't know who if they make it to the finals and they win, it's gonna be a toss up who wins finals MVP. And I don't even think finals MVP is the deciding factor for me. Mm-mm. But right, because because he, here's the thing, you know that if they if it's even close, they're gonna vote for LeBron for oh, narratives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have to actually watch and. Here's what's crazy to me. I read this article from the, I want to say the Athletic, or maybe it was the Ringer, one of the two. And it was showing how LeBron's been the best player in the league by almost every single advanced metric during the postseason. But AD is right at his heels in almost every single one and has been better in him. than Like, they're 50-50 for one and two. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know it's like a... It's like a fun thing to like pick at LeBron and say that he's not even the best player on his team, even though he mm-hmm. clearly is. But I think it's a legitimate conversation now. Right? I do too. I mean, this is I, I think we're literally seeing the passing of the torch during it these could, playoffs. Could, well, like right. even like the Lakers have dominated these first two rounds, but I don't think LeBron has dominated every single game. He hasn't had one of those classic playoff LeBron games where he just well, Picks into the, it. Like he's had halves, he's had, but not a complete game. Well, that's the thing about LeBron. Like he can put up 25, 10, and eight, and everyone will go and tweet out, "Oh, the king is back! The king is back!" The it's king. Not, it's like it's it's not twenty eighteen LeBron taking over, right? And eighties doing the same thing. So that that's that's why, at least for me, the spot has been open all year, and I think it's still open until. I mean, LeBron's obviously capable of just putting it to bed and taking the crown, but I, I think AD's right there too. I mean, I've I've stood by this. I, I was talking to uh, a Bucks fan about this uh, in talking hoops. I said the best three players or the best two players have been LeBron one, 
and AD two all postseason. LeBron and Kawhi is three. Jokic is four. But now that Jokic has beat Kawhi, Jokic is three. But there's really not an argument for LeBron and AB not to be one and two. They've done, and they were saying, oh, well, they've just done what they're supposed to do. So you're punishing guys for doing their job and dominating when you expect them to? Right. I mean, how, it, what, how does that make any sense? See, and that's why I don't think you can just rely on. To, to determine who's number one, I don't think you can rely on just the Lakers winning games and who wins finals MVP. I think you have to watch these games and see who is really, really doing it. And, it, and it's probably going to be LeBron. Like, let's be honest. But, well, I, I will say this. During the playoffs, AD has been the more impactful player in terms of on-off. Like, the, whenever he sits, the Lakers are like a minus 15 net rating. Oh, it seems like they can't do anything when LeBron sits there. Mm-mm. Ever since Rondo came back, they've been doing a lot better because they didn't have that. For whatever Weird. reason, Vogel didn't want to play Dion. And then the minute he does, he gets hurt, which makes Weird. it. Weird, because you and every other Lakers fan trash Rondo all year. Hey, playoff Rondo back, baby. He's back. It's he, Pelicans I, Rondo. Listen, us, us Bulls fans know all about playoff Rondo. <laughs> I'm standing by this. I will not apologize, because job's not finished. When he takes up, whenever we win a finals, oh. or if we don't, or if, if we win, I will apologize if he did well. Well, Lakers if fans he are reverts back like to his it, old like ways, job's finished tonight. What'd you say? The Lakers fans are celebrating like the job's job's finished tonight. Well, I mean, your biggest competition got knocked out, but I'm still, I'm not worried about the Nuggets. I said before, I was more worried about the Celtics than I was the Clippers. Oh, dude, I think if the Celtics can make it out of this series, I think they're a threat. I do too, because Tatum and Jalen Brown are like a, a lesser version of Kawhi. PG and Kemba's obviously a way better point guard than anyone else on the Clippers have. They have Tice, who's an underrated interior defender. Oh, then you have yeah, Marcus definitely. Smart off the bench, who's what Pat Bev thinks he is. Well, my, my thing with them in a series against the Lakers is one, the Celtics have been the best defense in the playoffs. Two, they have a thousand times more shot creation than the Lakers do. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough to stop. It will I be. Remember- I remember seeing a post a while back that it was a uh, well I forgot what page it was they said they said somewhere they were trashing Rondo and I I, I shit you not like a couple days after I saw a bunch of people were like do the Lakers now have a solidified big three <laughs> yeah I've LeBron AD and Rondo <laughs> yeah people who you say I flip a lot but <sighs> that's I mean that's just ridiculous uh, really funny I mean that's how the hell can you have a guy go from like, I was at the point where I said, I've, I've said, man, the longer he takes to come back for this injury, the better off we are. Because I expected <laughs> Dion to get those minutes because, you know, he can actually score off the dribble. But Dion over Ronda. It turns out, Nick, that, that those guys are matched in the production of Lou and Trez. You were right on that take. Whenever I was right. Because those dudes were trash. <laughs> I, I, I said uh, before game six, or no, maybe it was right after game six. I said that the Lakers have better functional depth than the Clippers. As in the guys that come off the bench, they do their job better than the Clippers guys do. I don't think that was even close to apparent until the last three games. Well, I, I mean, during the playoffs, you've got 
Kuz has been overshadowed by Caruso and Rondo playing so well. He he may not be scoring a lot, but his defense has been so much better than I thought. Like he's I think he's at one point he was leading the playoffs in defensive rating among all players. Caruso or Kuz? Well, no. Caruso was one and Kuz was second. Mm-hmm. That's how it went. Oh wow. His scoring uh, isn't there for whatever reason because it was during the seeding games, but he's made up for it with his defense. He's not forcing things. So, all right. I don't want to like just go off forever about the Lakers because we did that yeah. in the last episode, but we're like 40 minutes into this. Is there anything else you guys want to add? No, I think nah. we're good. All right. Well, this has been the Hoops Supply Podcast. Josiah, if you're listening to this, we missed you, buddy. Hope we get yeah. to the next episode. Josiah Cook is he actually just got a puppy. He's taking care of his puppy. That's why he's here tonight. Little Astro. Little Astro. Named after <laughs> Astro World by Travis Scott. What a name. What a classic name. Classic. But hopefully he's back with us on the next one. If you're listening now, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating. Follow Hoop Supply on all social media platforms. And that's it for us. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. But I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh.